KPMG, as the smallest of the big four firms, it's got a little bit of extra mystique. Today, we unpack the reasons behind that mystique. Hint, they have headquarters in a different place. How they use the mystique to their advantage to build culture and why you should work there. Finally, if you're interested in it, how? So from everything from interviews to salaries, let's dive into this episode. KPMG is one of the big four firms, and it's the only firm that has not made a major acquisition for its strategy consulting division. Today, we're going to unpack how consulting fits inside the KPMG picture, why you should consider a career at KPMG, and what makes KPMG different from other big four firms, as well as from other firms inside the consulting landscape that's more broad. I'm Jenny Ray LaRue. I'm a former Bain consultant, and with my incredible team at Management Consulted, we prepare people for interviews and jobs at KPMG, other big four firms, McKinsey, Bain, BCG, and about 170 other companies globally. We're excited to share with you this information about KPMG so that you can decide whether you want to apply, so that you can decide how and when you'd want to apply, where you'd want to apply, and specifically what to do inside your interview with a little bit more context around the culture of KPMG. First, let me just share some great stats about KPMG. KPMG has over 225,000 consultants. KPMG is the smallest of the big four, but they're not small. They're a giant global firm. What do you get when you work with an organization that has that much prowess around the world? First of all, you get brand name recognition. And so coming from KPMG, going to many other places in your career, you have automatic respect for having gone through the training processes and even actually the interview processes to successfully get a job at such an established, prestigious global firm. So KPMG offers you legitimacy at an early stage in your career. In addition, what do you get? Well, you get a global network. You have the opportunity to work with people in the future who also came from KPMG, understanding a common language, a common background, and a common approach to problem solving. So KPMG gives you all the benefits of a massive global firm. In addition, KPMG has over 140 offices. Those 140 offices represent places that you can go and work on transfer or on short assignments. And being a part of a global society, when you get the chance to be a part of a global firm, take it. It's an incredible opportunity. What does KPMG, however, offer that's different from other firms? Well, because KPMG is the smallest of the large firms, it has some cultural differences. Being the smallest and also being based in the Netherlands, whereas the other firms are based in the United States, KPMG has a different culture. It's more focused on longevity. It's more focused on people, on diversity, equity, and inclusion. And while all the other firms are doing a lot to pioneer many of those efforts, their primary focus is usually driving revenue. For KPMG, it's driving a storied legacy that began in 1897 and still continues today. Now, let's break down what KPMG as a firm does. All big four firms have three divisions, audit and assurance, tax, and consulting. And KPMG is not that different from the other firms. Their largest practice area is consulting. For Deloitte, consulting eclipses the other areas. For PwC, consulting is the second largest after audit and insurance. But 
You have consulting as one of the driving forces in both revenue and profit for all three organizations, and KPMG is no different. So if you're interested in working in consulting, KPMG is going to help you get there by providing tremendous global opportunities to do exactly that. Now that we have the big picture of KPMG, large global firm, consulting is the driver of revenue for the firm, 140 offices based in the Netherlands, very culture focused. Let's talk a little bit about what a KPMG career path looks like. Normally, inside other organizations, you'll find a two-year promotion cycle. Why is that? Well, in America, we have this major competition for people. There's less loyalty than you would have with a European-based firm. And so there's going to be a lot more bouncing around. So promotions are one way to build retention in American-oriented firms. But KPMJ thinks about things a little differently. They really are looking for people who are interested in longevity, and they promote you less frequently. There are fewer levels inside KPMG. KPMG, and they bear different types of responsibilities, so there's not an exact match to what you would be doing at other firms. What are the different levels? Well, you start at the associate level. That goes from your post-undergraduate time for approximately three years. Then you move on to a senior associate, which again would be around three years. Now, unlike a place like Bain or BCG, where they send you off to get your MBA after three years, MBAs that come into KPMG come in at a different level. Basically, you need more time inside KPMG to equate to getting an MBA outside of KPMG. So getting an MBA early and then joining KPMG can be a real advantage for you. The post-MBA entry level is the manager position at KPMG, which is equivalent to around six or seven years of work experience somewhere else. After manager, there's a direct move to the director role. And then after that, there's managing director. So whereas some organizations have two or three partner levels, KPMG only has two levels, director and then managing director. The KPMG career path is full of opportunities, both to move up within KPMG and also to move out into other organizations. And it's just important to understand that KPMG has built their organization for longevity, not for sending people outside of the organization in the same way that Bain, McKinsey, et cetera, have built more of an up or out culture. We'll be right back after this quick message. Maximize your chances of getting a top 10 consulting offer with Black Belt, Management Consultants Case Prep Program. In Black Belt, you get one-on-one coaching from an MBB consultant, an exclusive group training on case structures, math, and a full case walkthrough, and resume and cover letter edits. Consulting firms are recruiting earlier than ever, and the folks who are prepared to interview with the first wave of candidates will be more likely to win in this competitive landscape. There are limited seats remaining for the May cohort of Black Belt. Register now at the link in the show notes. Speaking of culture, KPMG culture is one of the most commonly referred to differentiators of KPMG from the other big four. As I've mentioned already, they're very focused on each office having cohesion. They're focused on longevity, on making sure that people have excellent work-life balance. They're focused on key pioneering tactics in diversity, equity, and inclusion. And they have a very European feel, more work hard, play hard than just work hard, like some of the American firms. So when people join KPMG, they get excited about not just the work, but about being a part of the broader KPMG team. 
One key benefit of KPMG is that they offer a lot of time off. Now, while it differs by country, the average is around six weeks to start. That's astronomical compared to some of the American firms. And even if they start with three or four weeks, six weeks is just completely gluttonous. So if you're a KPMG employee looking to work inside the U.S., that can be one of the big advantages. Keep KPMG on the list, even if it's just for the PTO piece of everything that you're looking at. And finally, just to get specific about the work-life balance piece, KPMG has a very active focus on employee health. So when you're interested in workout classes or on-site yoga or wellness retreats, KPMG will often include those in work packages or fund them for you to use on your own. It's a pretty tremendous perk of an organization that walks the talk of caring about its employees and the employee well-being. So hopefully now you have enough interest in KPMG to take a deeper look and think about applying for a job. Well, what do you have to do inside a KPMG interview? If you're interested in consulting for KPMG, I've got great news for you. The predominant focus in the interview process for KPMG is on the behavioral or the fit interview. It's not on the case interview. Now there are some case interviews as a part of the KPMG interview process, but Again, the emphasis is on behavioral interviews. So let me talk about the pieces of the KPMG interview. First of all, for behavioral interviews, you wanna be ready to talk about the key big questions. Why KPMG? Why you? Why now? Why, based on your resume, are you a great fit? What do you bring to the organization? What are your key weaknesses? We can help you with that preparation if you're not ready. And you need to be on point because they're gonna put you in front of senior clients from day one at a place like KPMG. So they want you to be plug and play ready for those kinds of questions and top answers. If you do a case interview, they're not gonna surprise you with it. They'll tell you in advance and you'll need to do either a written case interview or what we would consider to be a level one case interview. What are those? They're basic questions where your primary focus is on building a framework for how to solve them. So instead of going through all eight steps of the case interview, your key focus is really going to be on going through steps one through five. That's great news because you don't have to do as much math on the fly. You don't have to do as much creative and structured brainstorming. You just have to come up with a solution to solve the problem and give them a hypothetical way that you would address the issue. This is great news. If you're not that into the case interview, if you don't want to practice mental math for 20 hours, KPMG might be a great fit for you from the interview perspective. Now, let's talk about the real meat. KPMG salaries, where do they come in? Well, we have an amazing salary report that compares each one of the individual firms. And so let me give you some of the information for the U.S. offices of KPMG. At the undergraduate and master's level in the consulting practice, your base is going to be somewhere north of $75,000. In fact, in 2021, it was about $77,000 for the base. That's a great starting salary. For MBA and PhD full-time hires, it's about $145,000. This isn't very far off of where you are at MBB. And so from a compensation perspective, you start at a very similar place. But as I mentioned, don't forget, as you progress with KPMG, your progression moves up slower than it would at one of the other firms. So again, just something to keep in mind. In addition, those 
are a slight haircut off of the other big four. So while KPMG really touts its culture, it doesn't pay at exactly the same level. So they're slightly below the other big four, a little bit more below uh, the MBBs. But at the starting salary, you're not going to notice the major difference. It's really over the course of your career where you notice the bigger difference. In conclusion, should you work for KPMG? We'd say unequivocally, you should definitely look at it. We'd love to help you prepare for your interview. Going through the behavioral and a potential case interview can be scary, and it's amazing to be well-prepared. And there are, as we mentioned, a lot of rewards to working with KPMG. So if you're interested in getting help with your preparation, whether it's one hour, four hours, or more, please reach out to us, team at Management Consulted. In addition, if you're interested in KPMG and other firms, we have great content about those firms that's up to date and refreshed constantly. So make sure that you subscribe both to this channel and also to our email list. We'd love to have you, we'd love to help, and we're so glad that you're investigating such a great place to begin your career. Thanks again for joining. Welcome to After Office Hours, our show segment where we answer your listener questions. We received a question from Maher, he is a MBA candidate at UNC, also one of our black belt clients here at Management Consulted. I got to work with Maher personally, and uh, he's very excited, just signed a an offer with ZS Associates in the United States. But he has a question around the possibility of moving forward in the future to a different consulting firm, potentially a lateral move. Uh, of course, he's really excited about the offer and opportunity that he's received, excited to dive into the work there at ZS. But is it possible to, to move forward in the future uh, to McKinsey, Bain, or BCG? To answer this question today, we've got Yusuf Sheikh here with us, one of our coaches at Management Consulted. Yusuf, what's your perspective on this? Sure, so firstly, congrats to, to Mar for, for breaking in and getting into ZS Associates. I heard they're really well known for healthcare, private equity, and tech consulting. So uh, definitely an exciting move. To answer your question, um, in short answer, and I'll go, uh, you know, Bain framework answer first. Yes, most definitely. You can break in um, into MBB. And I'll underscore this with maybe two reasons. One, uh, many of the people who actually join MBB firms actually come from, if they, you know, s- you know, sometimes they come from industry, then having done their MBAs and then come in as, as MBA consultants. But a lot of the time they actually join um, laterally as well. Um, and especially at the manager level, um, and they come into MBB firms for various reasons. One, you know, it just came to that point where they were able to demonstrate their problem solving skills. But two, they've also built very valuable client relationships. Um, and that's something that, that some of the consulting firms find, find valuable. But, you know, that's for one of many reasons. So you'll often find people from smaller boutique consultancies breaking into MBB. Um, and that's not unheard of. It's actually pretty common. So that's, that's, that's reason, reason number one. Um, reason number two is I don't fundamentally believe that someone at a non-MBB firm is a better consultant or better problem solver than someone at an MBB firm. It simply is a, a function of the way uh, they recruit and the different filters that apply it along the way. Um, and what might qualify you or what might not qualify you to, to get into an MBA, MBB in, in year one 
um, might not hold you back in, in a couple of years' time. So you might have improved your skill set. You might have gotten better at problem solving, um, at getting through that specific interview process um, later in your career. And um, you know, if you've shown that improvement, um, as well as you know, you know, looking back to my first re- reason, you know, you've, you've also maybe built some valuable uh, networks or specific um, skills. Um, then that most definitely opens opens you up to to be able to join MBB. Uh, a very good example is um, there's been an increase in the amount of technology focused work, um, and you know call it fourth industrial revolution or four IR ready. Just getting companies ready to to make that tech switch over, um, and you know there were some. Uh, management consultancies that weren't MBB that specialize in this. Mm-hmm. And what you ended up finding is that a lot of the consultants from there were eventually poached and brought on over to, to the MBB so that they can build an offering that they previously ignored and maybe would have focused purely on, on uh, corporate strategy. So, yeah, it's, it's, you know, come back to the short answer, yes. Uh, and uh, it comes back to two things, building something that could be useful uh, for that MBB firm in, in future, and that's something like uh, you know vi- uh, valuable you know client networks um, or a very valuable skill set in a specific sector um, or a domain. Um, and then second, it's also a function of improving your problem-solving skill set along the way. And if I'm not mistaken, many firms allow you to re- to re-interview uh, after a year or two if if they do reject you the the first time. So yeah, the, the opportunity will always be there. Really appreciate your perspective there, Yusuf. 